This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Whenever we think of the great collections of Jedi artifacts in the galaxy, besides the Jedi Temple, there isn't really much that comes to mind, especially when we think about the time after the Empire, after the Inquisitors purged Jedi history from most planets, really there weren't many great libraries left. The Emperor and Darth Vader made sure of this. The two Sith Lords tried their hardest to erase the Jedi from the galaxy's memory. They started early by incinerating the lightsabers of fallen Jedi in public ceremonies, like the one on Coruscant after Order 66. This was to celebrate the end of tyranny of the Order, basically just painting the Jedi as monsters. Immediately after, in the years following the conversion of the Republic into an Empire, special squads of stormtroopers were tasked with hunting for Jedi contraband and confiscating it. They'd usually arrest or kill anyone that possessed the Jedi artifacts as well. The consequences for holding onto Jedi relics was very high, so average citizens and even Jedi-aligned religious sects, like members of the Church of the Force, would often get rid of their possessions. This meant, besides Jocasta Nu's secret library and places like the abandoned Jedi outpost on Tempest, there weren't many large collections of Jedi artifacts left in control of actual Jedi. Today, let's take a fun look at the rare few things that did survive the Empire's purge, thanks to non-Jedi collectors. Number 5, of course, is Maz Kanata's collection. We all remember Maz from The Force Awakens. It was in her castle on the planet of Takodana that Rey discovered Anakin's old lightsaber. What you might not have realized was that the entire castle is filled with storerooms and vaults, and each vault was filled with different treasures and collectibles that Maz had gotten her hands on in her several centuries of life. Besides Anakin and Luke's lightsaber, Maz also possessed Jedi artwork and statues, one of which was the bust of the ancient Jedi Master known as Churf Mauta. If that name sounds familiar to you, it's because Master Moto was the Jedi Seeker who found sifo and brought him to the Order for training. Remember, sifo would become the Jedi Master who would order the creation of the Clone Army. Number 4. Dryden Voss's Collection Voss was the face of the Crimson Dawn Crime Syndicate. As we learned pretty soon after the events of Solo, a Star Wars story, the true leader of the gang was Darth Maul. But before Voss's death, he used his position as Crime Lord to acquire a great amount of items from around the galaxy. 
As an avid collector, he tried to get his hands on powerful weapons and armor, including Mandalorian tech and even ancient Sith holocrons. We were only ever shown a fraction of what he has, but considering Maul was behind the scenes, Voss probably held a lot more Jedi artifacts than we were ever allowed to see. 3. Karnuk Sin's Collection In the book Force Collector, a young boy by the name of Karnuk Sin discovered that he had a special connection to objects. Whenever he would touch certain items, he would suddenly feel a rush or a memory, and he would experience memories that showed what made the object so important throughout history. This is called psychometry. Quinlan Voss had this ability as well as Cal Kestis. As Sin traveled across the galaxy, he collected a ton of different Jedi artifacts. Even though he probably went on to have one of the largest private collections in the galaxy, the most important items to him were his great-grandfather's Jedi robe and lightsaber. Number 2. Gracchus the Hutt You guys might remember Gracchus from the video I made all about him. Now immediately following the rise of the Empire, Jedi relics and artifacts were deemed contraband. And because of this, they were effectively illegal to possess, so only professional criminals were the few who were courageous enough to hold on to them and not care of any consequences. And thanks to one named Gracchus the Hutt, a great deal of Jedi history survived long enough for Luke Skywalker to experience it. Gracchus was a powerful crime lord on the smuggler's moon, Nar Shaddaa, and for some reason, this hut was different from others. Besides being jacked and, you know, a muscle-bound slug, basically, who loved physical combat, Gracchus was also obsessed with collecting things, namely Jedi artifacts. So in a massive storeroom, he had acquired starfighters, lightsabers, statues, and even a Jedi holocron. And at one point, when Luke arrived on Nar Shaddaa, Gracchus also briefly possessed the young Skywalker. He was proud to add The Last Jedi to his collection. And finally, number one, Emperor Palpatine. Now, of course, this shouldn't come as too big of a surprise. I mean, where did you expect the Imperial soldiers to drop off all of those confiscated Jedi relics after they took them? Emperor Palpatine had the largest collection of Jedi artifacts by far, and it was actually one of the main goals of his Imperial rule. Besides simply holding political power over the galaxy, Palpatine also wanted to hold the power of Force knowledge over his subjects. Early in his rule, Palpatine ransacked the Jedi Temple, taking as much of the classified texts as he could. He also sent both the Grand Inquisitor and Darth Vader on a mission to capture Jocasta Nu, the head librarian of the Order in the hopes of gaining a list of all the Force-sensitive children in the galaxy. Fearing that he would be replaced, Vader ensured that Jocasta would die before she ended up in the hands of the Emperor, also destroying the chip that housed all the information about the Force-sensitives in the galaxy. Palpatine stored most of his Jedi acquisitions in his palace and spent a lot of his time there studying and experimenting with his newfound knowledge. That's one thing I really respect about Palpatine, is that he was very into knowledge and he felt the smarter you were, the more powerful you were, which in a sense is very true. If you remember in Rebels, he was able to conjure some Sith magic and essentially reach his tendrils into the world between worlds and grab Ezra. And if you recall to the Clone Wars, he did some similar things with Dooku. Sith magic is a whole nother thing that I'd love to dive into someday, and I hope we get more information on it in canon, in a show or in a movie, or heck, even literature. I hope you enjoyed this video on five Jedi artifact collections not owned by the Jedi Order. Leave a like if you did have fun here, and I'll see you in the next video. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.